your daily election 2023 update. This is Election Fix, powered by Newstalk ZB. Kia ora, I'm Raylene Ramsey, and this is Election Fix for Tuesday, the 10th of October. Today, political editor Jason Walls talks us through the worst media stand-up he thinks he's ever seen. And Newstalk ZB's political reporter Sophie Trigger has been on the campaign trail with Chris Luxon in Nelson. Election fix headlines. NZ First leader Winston Peters says the process that's forced a by-election at Port Waikato is ridiculous. It's been triggered by the death of that candidate Neil Christensen and will be vacant on election night. The seat will be filled after the election by a list candidate, most likely from the National Party. Peter says the process could have been thought through a lot better. Somebody at number 35 on the ACT Party list was never going to make it anyway, so it is a ridiculous rule and should have been thought about and seen of by the system itself. Otago University law expert Andrew Geddes says it could give the right block the extra seat needed to govern. Basically every poll from now on, you're going to have the little asterisk that says plus one seat to National, because National will win that by-election. Andrew Bailey will get elected out of it. It'll give National an extra and Port Waikato's by-election will be held on Saturday, November 25. National's Nicola Willis is continuing to critique her rival party's finance record. Labour calls National's plan a costings con and alleges it would have to cut $3 billion in public services a year. Finance spokesperson Willis is defending her party and labelling Labour's plan as an endless debt spiral. She also took a swipe at Labour's Grant Robertson. He's a man who first ran out of other people's money to spend. Now he's run out of ideas and all he's got left of is attacking us. Come Saturday, he will have run out of time. The Opportunities Party leader is confident in his chances of winning the hotly contested Christchurch seat of Islam. Raf Manji has been making his face known amongst the student population while on the campaign trail, with his popular flat chats making the rounds on social media. He's also been meeting with other demographics, but his student campaign is critical to his strategy. This will be what gets us across the line. And, you know, I've given out, I don't know, thousands thousands of teal cards all over the university in Ireland. Election Fix. Everything you need to know from the campaign trail. News Talk ZB. Now to our reporters out and about on the campaign trail. And political editor Jason Walls joins us. Jason, you've been to hundreds of media stand-ups in your career. Why was the one David Seymour just fronted in Christchurch one of the worst you've ever seen? <laughs> well, one word. It was chaos, essentially. So less than a minute after he got started, a couple of protesters um, with uh, one sign saying climate action, another with an expletive on it about David Seymour came along and really just hijacked the press conference, asking him questions about climate change, about the treaty, and all sorts of things. And after a couple of minutes, they were told to stand in the back of the press conference, but they heckled away the whole time, um, yelling about Seymour and about the ACT Party, and then a few minutes later, some members of the public got involved in the stand-up as well, asking their own questions, and then, of course, there was a man that came up and yelled that David Seymour was, quote, a parasite, to which the uh, climate protesters cheered, and David Seymour basically said, well, that was no way to conduct yourself. So, I mean, the journalists got a couple 
couple of questions in, but it was just it was just chaotic. I've never seen anything like that before. There was no media person there from the ACT Party to shut it down. So right at the end, David Seymour just had a debate with the protesters, and it was clear that they were there just to have a bit of a crack, and he tried to engage them in conversation and asked if they'd read various reports to which they sheepishly said that they had not. So afterwards, we went to talk to the protesters who, surprise, surprise, didn't want to be named, just said that they were there protesting climate action. Um, but it was a, <laughs> I mean, I think it's, it, a, a lot of it would be funny if it wasn't for the question, for somebody calling him a parasite, which I think probably crossed the line a little bit. But as far as the stand-ups that I've been to in my life, that was definitely one of the most eventful. So, Jason, what are you expecting from tonight's debate? Indeed, it's basically the last time that we're going to see David Seymour and Winston Peters go head-to-head. Of course, the Green Party are there as well, and there's a representative from Tipati Mari, although it's not any of the co-leaders um, up in the debate tonight. So it's really going to be all eyes on Winston and Seymour, given the way that the polls look, in terms of the fact that they are most likely looking to have to share um, a space on the cabinet table. And they were at each other's throats last time, so it'll be interesting to see if they've learned to play nice or if they're still going to be um, working at this, if they're still going to be, um, you know, putting on a show for the cameras. Well, here's hoping. Jason, thank you very much. Election Fix. News Talk ZB's political reporter Sophie Trigger is with us. Sophie, you've been with Luxon in Nelson today. What has he been up to? Yeah, that's correct. I'm coming to you from the sunny top of the south where National Leader Chris Luxon is visiting Nelson and Blenheim today. So we've spent the morning in Nelson, first at a local dairy that was actually ram raided about two weeks ago and still has the wood in place as a temporary door out the front. I had a bit of a chat with the shop owners who were understandably really anxious and fearful to be in the store now. Uh, when I talked to them about how they felt about uh, the politics of it all, I guess, in the lead up to an election, they said they'd been too busy, admittedly, to consider it so far, but we're planning to sort of sit down and have a real think over the next week about what each party was offering for victims of crime. Uh, Luxon was really empathetic with them, but also sort of hit all his usual talking points on crime, telling them this wasn't how New Zealand used to be and there needed to be tougher penalties for young offenders. We then also did a bit of a walk around Nelson, popping into shops and with some of the local candidates, visiting some small businesses, and Luxon also was able to don some safety goggles and tried his hand at melting gold at the Glen James Jewellers in Nelson. And Sophie, tell us about the policy announcement he's just made. Yeah, so Luxon's just made this announcement along with trade spokesperson Todd McClay at a winery just outside Blenheim. It's Forest Wines, which exports 70% of its product overseas, so a fitting place for this announcement to be made. National's essentially promising to set an ambitious target to double the value of exports, including from forestry and agriculture, within a decade. It also wants to pursue more free trade agreements to increase access to foreign markets and conduct a record number of trade missions in their first term to open more doors for New Zealand exporters. The party's also stated its intention to make India a strategic priority for increased trade and investment. Luxon's already promised a visit to India within his first year in office, should he be elected. So the country's really being singled out by the National Party as a huge priority and opportunity for New Zealand. Sophie, thank you very much. Election Fix, powered by Newstalk ZB. That is Election Fix for Tuesday, the 10th of October. Join us again tomorrow to get the latest update on everything from the campaign trail from the Newstalk ZB newsroom. You can also head to newstalkzb.co.nz forward slash election 2023 for all your political news and analysis.
I'm Raylene Ramsey. We'll see you again tomorrow.